You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while cultivating a life of freedom and purpose along the way. I'm your host, Nia Lewis. Let's jump right on in. Welcome to this week's episode. As always, it is a pleasure to be here. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you get a notification when every new episode is released. Today, our topic of conversation is going to be about four mistakes I made in my first year as an entrepreneur. If you're new here and you don't know me, my name is Nia Lewis. Again, I'm an entrepreneur and I started my journey in entrepreneurship full time about four years ago. I was young when I started. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I knew for sure I wanted to work for myself and I wanted a life of freedom. I didn't want to be trapped to a nine to five job or to a desk for 30 years until I was to retire. I was really passionate about entrepreneurship and using entrepreneurship to cultivate really a life of freedom. So I started out as a freelancer. I got my start in entrepreneurship doing freelance work. I did social media marketing. I managed the social media accounts for several small businesses in my area and beyond. And eventually I started offering some other freelance services like website design and graphic design. So that really is where I got my start in entrepreneurship. Now I do coaching. I host this podcast. I also have a YouTube channel and I am an educator and a continuing education provider for cosmetologists. So I have several different streams of income, but really this all started with the desire to cultivate a life of freedom. And that began with freelancing. So um, again, that's where I got my start. So today I want to share with you guys and give you some insight about some mistakes I made in the early stages of building my business and really how I learned from these mistakes to grow in my journey as an entrepreneur. Today, I'm going to share those four mistakes I made in business and what I recommend doing instead to actually avoid making the same mistakes I did. When I began my journey in entrepreneurship, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't really have anybody to tell me about the dark sides of entrepreneurship and the things that would be difficult. Really, I thought my journey was going to be like all the people I followed on social media that appeared to have these glamorous lives in entrepreneurship, but I got a really rude awakening when I dove headfirst into this new life of entrepreneurship without a life jacket and I found myself almost drowning in my own ambitions. And it came to a point where I had to pick myself up, dust myself off, really take a look at my experience and the mistakes I had made to grow, learn, spread my wings, and eventually achieve greater levels of success based on what I had learned in seasons of failure. So I hope these tips help you. I hope by uh, sharing my mistakes, you can learn from what I did and not do the same things. But ultimately, we uh, experience the greatest amount of growth when we learn from our own mistakes and our own experiences. So I hope this gives you some gives you some insight. But ultimately, in order for you to grow, you'll have to learn from your own mistakes as well. So first things first, one thing that really held me back, one mistake I made in my first year as an entrepreneur was that I cared a lot about what people thought of me. When I first decided to pursue this life of entrepreneurship, I found myself even caring about what my family thought about me 
not pursuing any nine to five jobs after college, not putting my degree to use directly, and instead bootstrapping my way up in this world of entrepreneurship. Um, my, I didn't get a lot of positive feedback from a lot of people I loved when I broke the news to them that I was going to uh, start a business after college. Really, I started it my senior year of college. And so I wasn't able to fully commit to who I was destined to be because I was too concerned with what people might say about me and all of my greatness as an entrepreneur. So for several months, once I had started my business, I had one foot in my business and one foot out. This limited my growth significantly. And it will limit yours too if you do this. When you decide to pursue entrepreneurship, you either need to go all in or all out. Don't let not being all in be because you care about what other people think about your decision to achieve your greatest potential and decide to be an entrepreneur. When I was interning and working a few part-time jobs before I graduated from college, I had this gut feeling that I just was not reaching my greatest potential. I would be kind of spaced out at work every day and I was not even able to focus on my day-to-day tasks at work because I was pretty much daydreaming about what I could be doing at home focused on my passion. So if you have that gut feeling that you are just not reaching your greatest potential at work, if you work some sort of nine to five job or any other job, you know, if you're not, if you feel like you're not reaching your greatest potential, then don't limit your growth by worrying about what other people might think if you decide to pursue entrepreneurship. Ultimately, when we care about what other people think, we're without even realizing it, neutralizing our uniqueness just to fit in. When you know in your heart you're you're supposed to stand out. So by focusing on what everybody else thought about me, I was ignoring what about me was so unique that. I had the ability, being 21, to step out on my own to start a business and to actually be successful at it. So if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to just do it and commit 100% and be okay with being authentically you, regardless of what anybody else may think. Otherwise, again, you're going to neutralize your uniqueness. When you care about what people think, you're ultimately limiting your own growth. So learn from that mistake I made. It took me months and months, really even years to kick this, um, these, kick these thoughts about what other people thought about me to the curb and just be authentic. You know, it took me a really long time to get to this point, but I hope it doesn't take as long for you as it did for me. And again, I hope you can learn from my mistakes here. So the second mistake I made in my first year as an entrepreneur is that I had difficulty separating my emotions from the facts. I took everything personally and it made me a really sad human, okay? I viewed my business really as a subset of who I was because my business was my entire life. I put so much of myself into it and Every decision I made just starting out was with my heart and not my head. It became really confusing because I pursued entrepreneurship because in my heart, I knew that I wanted to pursue this life of passion. I wanted to feel inspired when I woke up every day to actually make a difference and achieve my greatest potential. And all that came from the heart. But really when I was, when I got deep into this, this journey of entrepreneurship, I had to really put what was in my heart aside and 
focus on the facts. Here's what I mean by that. So if someone gives you a negative review, don't take it personally. Literally, it's just business. If someone criticizes your work, the facts are that maybe you did a bad job on something, you know? Maybe you didn't do your best work. Maybe there is something you need to work on. So as opposed to taking any sort of negative feedback or criticism about your business personally and using that criticism as ammunition to get discouraged or frustrated, um, don't provide an emotionally charged response. It's just business. If someone you thought would support you doesn't, recognize that they weren't your ideal customer anyways. Don't allow yourself to get worked up about not getting the business you expect. Just remember that the facts are the facts. If you get negative feedback, work on whatever you have to work on. Instead of getting your getting in your feelings about it, be open to learning about ways to improve. Even if you've been working on something for months and months and you think it's perfect, you may start getting feedback and it's really not. So take feedback seriously, but don't take it so seriously to the point where you let it get you discouraged. Look at it like it's black and white. It's the facts. Some people are going to like you. Some people don't. Someone may be your ideal customer and someone else won't. Sometimes people give you negative feedback because it's not true and they're they're jealous. Some people give you honest feedback because it is true and there's something you need to to visit or revisit in terms of improving with who you are and what you do. So, you know, don't get discouraged about getting negative feedback. Don't take it personally. Think with your head and not your heart. For a long time, my emotions were strickening my ability to see things for what they really were, which limited my ability to be my best self for my business just starting out. Whenever someone would criticize my business or criticize my idea or give me a negative review, you know, whatever, I took that as a personal attack on me and my character and who I was and how valuable I was, as opposed to recognizing that it's just business. So get out of your feelings. Stop thinking with your heart and think with your head. Um, stop worrying about how you feel all the time and look at things for truly what they are. Sometimes we have to take our emotions out of it in order to really see the situation for what it truly is. So learn from that mistake I made. Stop viewing your business as a subset of your own value and 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 who you are look at your business as a separate entity that does not necessarily reflect your own value because for me that had a negative impact on how i was able to bring myself to the table for my business all right so the third mistake i made in entrepreneurship in my first year was that i did low cost work instead of charging my worth I basically thought that because I had little experience, I deserved at that point to make less money than others who were doing exactly what I was doing. So I failed to see my own value. This resulted in me attracting clients who only wanted to utilize my services because they thought they were cheap and I was booking a lot of clients in volume and making a lot of money because my services were so inexpensive, but I was working harder than I needed to because 
again, I was not charging my worth. I could have had two clients and made the same amount of money by charging my worth as opposed to balancing and juggling 15 clients just to, you know, attract clients in volume to build my portfolio and to make the same amount of money I could have made off two clients. So, um, Again, this resulted in attracting the wrong types of clients, clients that were just interested in getting work done for the cheap. And that wasn't my ideal client at all. So it took me nearly six months to actually reposition myself and start attracting clients that were more ideal for me and how I wanted to be perceived in my industry of focus. So my biggest piece of advice here is to charge what you're worth from the very beginning. There is someone out there who you are 10 steps ahead of that perceives you as an expert because they know nothing about what you do. Even if you don't have a lot of experience, really the only person that's thinking about that is you. So I highly discourage doing any work for free. Even if you're doing work to build your portfolio, let it be at a reduced rate for a uh, for people that are hand selected that best serve you in building your portfolio and when you finally release your rates to the public let your rates be representative of your true value and the value you bring to your customer. Don't charge significantly less than other people in your industry just because you think you're not worth that price just because you don't have experience. I'm going to post a video link to my YouTube channel in the description here where I overview how to position yourself as an expert when you have little experience. Many times when we don't have experience, we lack the confidence to present ourselves as experts. So this video may give you some insight about how to overcome this desire to charge less just because we think we're not worth it because we don't have a lot of experience. I'm here to tell you that just because you decided to start, just because you have entry-level subject knowledge does not mean you should charge any less. You will learn and grow along the way, and it's important to charge your worth from the very beginning. Otherwise, you will find yourself attracting clients that aren't even a good fit for you, and you'll have tons of clients on your plate. You'll be working harder than you need to work just because you're not charging your worth. So learn from that mistake. And the last mistake I made in my first year as an entrepreneur is that I wanted to be a CEO before I learned how to be a salesperson. I spent time on developing my products and trying to sell them before I really understood how to effectively sell. I thought looking and acting the part would be enough to attract customers and I was wrong. I had to take a step back a year in and educate myself on the psychology of selling. I really had to learn how to connect with my customers and build relationships. I had to develop leadership skills, all traits of successful entrepreneurs, but I was trying to sell my products in the beginning without really understanding how to effectively sell. So you have to learn how to sell instead of being arrogant enough to believe that people will buy your products just because you tell them to. Being the boss and saying you're an entrepreneur sounds all great, but if you do not know how to sell your products or services, you have a great business, but you really have nothing at all because you don't know how to how to convince people to buy what you have. So I 
really wanted to be, again, a CEO before I learned how to be a salesperson. And that really limited my ability to connect with customers and embody the necessary traits to truly be successful. So start truly from the ground up when you are building your business Focus on learning how to sell. Focus on learning how to connect with your customers. Focus on educating yourself about the necessary areas of focus and entrepreneurship you need to be knowledgeable about to succeed, such as sales and marketing. And by doing this, you can avoid the mistake I made of wanting to be a CEO before I learned how to be a salesperson. So that is all I have for this episode. I hope these tips help you in your journey as an entrepreneur. As always, I am a resource to you. My link is down below if you'd like to schedule a coaching call or follow me on YouTube or visit my Facebook group for more resources to help you succeed in entrepreneurship. I'm always here to help. I hope you have a great week and continue to move onward, upward, and forward. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until next time.